Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass, go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. They'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL, where I was making more money and doing that. I'd like to. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double-wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah. Working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It's been quite a day. I don't even have my notebook out ready to go. <laughs> How about you distracted me? We have a live studio audience here at uh, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And we have Darren Moose DuPont in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, one half of the show. Welcome, Moose. Can you come on? Listen, people are writing in with jokes already. Uh, I feel like people are and not in, a, not in a punchy, scrappy mood. That was yesterday. They're in a real jovial ha-ha-ha mood today as we set sail on episode 959 of your favorite daytime sports talk show live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and WQEE Radio. How do you like us so far? How's your day going, Moose? You know what? I'm in the same kind of mood. It's off to a great start. I think uh, the sun is shining, and uh, let's go. Okay, uh, if you're writing into the program, please tell me where you're watching from. That would be great. Travis has just written in, and he says, Morning, Rod and Darren. Well, one thing about being sick and staying home from work means I can catch the RP show. How about that? Hoo-ha! And Kevin, how about that? Kevin the medium is here in the house. And uh, I dropped this on him shortly before the program. He's going to be coming on later on. Kevin the medium is here at Gray Eagle. He'll be joining us in overtime, Moose. And uh, let me say this. When I say there, you know, everybody's in a jovial mood. We've changed the poll question up a little bit for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center in simply that it's not a sports-related question. I want to go to a movie tonight, Landmark Cinemas, one of our longest and uh, trusted partners here from the RP Show, and I want the viewers to vote on which movie that I should go to. You can vote now on Twitter, YouTube, or RodPeterson.com. The four movies that we came up with, and these are showing at Landmark Cinemas right now. Uh, Cocaine Bear, Scream 6, Avatar, or Creed 3. And we got a lot of new uh, members of the audience, viewers and listeners. G Productions writes in and says, Cocaine Bear is a very recovery-centered movie. I think the bear gets over his habit and starts attending CA meetings for bears. 
And I think he's saying that as a joke because that would be a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, not a CA meeting, but nice try. Uh, so anyways, I, right now, Cocaine Bear is leading, and that's frankly what I would like to go see. And I actually asked Kevin if he wanted to go to a, the movie with me, and he just seemed uh, shocked, quite frankly, that I would even ask. So we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Director Bryce, and we'll get down to business. Let's go. We'll stop Mickey Mousen. Other than to say, coming up on the program today... Mark Stephen, uh, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, and Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers. Mark Stephen's going to be right here at the Grey Eagles. So point one, it's NHL leftovers moves from Tuesday night. I'm not going to go through all of the 12 games, but I'll go through those that involve Canadian teams. Leon Dreisaitl scored twice, reached the 100-point milestone for the fourth time in his career, and the Edmonton Oilers defeated the visiting Ottawa Senators 6-3. So we can talk about that, Oiler fans. How are you feeling today? Uh, the win moved the Oilers past idle Seattle into third in the Pacific, and Ottawa's lost three in a row. They're done. For the Vancouver Canucks fans, we have a few. Kevin's here, his son Jake's watching. JT Miller had a goal and an assist as the Vancouver Canucks won a season-high fifth straight game, 5-2 over the visiting Dallas Stars, and that snapped Dallas's three-game win streak moves. I was riveted to this one from Tempe, Arizona. Travis Boyd scored in overtime, and the Arizona Coyotes extended their point streak to six games with a 4-3 win over the Calgary Flames. Ron Dugay had it right. Let me stop for a second. Did you watch any of the Arizona-Calgary game at all or overtime? I, yeah, I did. I caught the last bit of that game, the third period in overtime. Okay, that's all you really needed to watch, but Dugay had it right. If I went back and watched the tape, and I know the Flames staff, they watch this show because they tell me maybe they'll go back and they probably will. When Dugay said, this needs to change, and three-on-three -three overtime when a team's attacking, if they don't like what they see in the offensive zone, they peel back and go all the way back to their own end. I want to say the Coyotes probably did it four times last night, and I bet you the Flames did it three times. And I'm like, I don't think this is the spirit of what was intended for three-on-three three overtime. It really wasn't that entertaining. And maybe that's just because Arizona won. And you cue, not the Twitter trolls. No, they're not trolls, but the Flames fans. Uh, a lot of broken ankles around here. <clears throat> Let's put it that way. Anthony Richard scored the winning goal in the third period as the Montreal Canadiens beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-4. And Jesperi Kokaniemi, old licorice legs, who had two goals and a helper, and Jack Drury scored his first goal of the season as the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Winnipeg Jets 5-3. So that denied the Jets a third straight win. The good news from a Flames perspective, and you know, as Kevin pointed out, this is not a Flames show, but we are in Calgary. They at least encroached to within five points of Winnipeg. They got a loser point. So it was actually a good night for the Flames that way, but a bad night for Carolina. Hurricanes forward Andrei Sveshnikov is out for the remainder of the regular season in the playoffs because of a torn ligament in his right knee. Sveshnikov is a, losing him is a crushing blow to the Hurricanes in a loaded Eastern Conference. So let me just wind it up there. How do you think that will affect Carolina's Stanley Cup playoff chances? They're still a good hockey team, Rod. I think they're still a contender for the Stanley Cup, but losing Sveshnikov is a big blow to that group. I mean... You mentioned in a loaded Eastern Conference, you can't afford to have any weaknesses or to have any missing pieces. And 
you know, when you're ready to go to the playoffs, you need all your horses. You know, the Leafs need Ryan O'Reilly to come back. You need everybody to stay healthy. Even the Boston Bruins, you know, don't want one of their key pieces to go down. So this is a tough one for Carolina. I trust they'll be okay, but uh, this won't make it any easier. The NHL top five, bottom five is coming up, by the way. I'll push it to next segment, but that clearly this is going to affect the um, hurricane standing in the top five. By the way, Travis Peters, thank you for checking in. He says he is watching from Saskatoon, by the way, where we're very big on the RP show in Saskatoon. Uh, Ryan O'Radio has checked in from Atlanta because, as you know, the RP show is Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio. And uh, I'll move back and just tell you that 902-518-3033 is the number to text us here in studio. Uh, if you watched any of SportsCenter... Oh, the breaking news. Thank you, Jeff, for writing this in from Hamilton, Ontario. Jeff, why? Breaking news. He said, hey, Rod and Moose, Baker Mayfield to the Bucks. That answers that lingering question. This is so hot off the presses that I didn't even get a notification on my cellular phone that Baker Mayfield is going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When did you learn of this news, Moose? Yeah, about 20 minutes ago, maybe uh, that's about it. Um, just before we went to air, I got word that uh, Baker Mayfield was going to go to the Bucs on a one-year, $8.5 million contract. Um, it's, a, again, one-year deal. I don't think teams are interested right now in giving Baker Mayfield term. And you look at that Carolina quarterback room now, Sam Darnold, out. Baker Mayfield out. Um, this does solidify things maybe a little bit for the Tampa Bay Bucks after losing Tom Brady to retirement um, and what they're going to do moving forward. So I like it. He's got some weapons there and Godwin and Evans and Braid and, you know, some of the guys they have there. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for him. I'm going to tell you something. This NFL offseason is fascinating. It's fascinating. I mean, the games are better, but what's going on right now is wild, and you have to give the NFL a lot of credit. I mean, we have, we've got a new sponsor coming on that we'll be announcing shortly, and they're sponsoring the CFL season. And I'm like, oh, man, CFL, you shouldn't have an offseason and a season because the NFL doesn't. <laughs> it's year-round. What are we talking about? So Baker Mayfield's going to Tampa Bay. Let's hear from the Buccaneers fans. You know where my mind goes... I immediately thought of poor Baker Mayfield. I love him. I love him. He's my kind of guy. He went into L.A. and just happened to win a game on a, his first start. He'd been there two, two days, right? And he leads them on a game-winning drive on a crap team. So now everybody in Tampa Bay is going to be comparing him to Tom Brady. And would you rather be this? Giselle's next guy? or Tampa's next quarterback? Because you're both going to be compared to Tom. You know what I mean? So for eight and a half million, we could put up with a lot. Yeah, I'd rather, be ba I'd rather be Baker in this situation. I think I'd rather get compared to Tom on right. the football field. Just Listen, because we all love Tom. Good looking guy. I know, and our football, our football people in Florida watching every day, they love Tom. They said that they took time, Tom's side in the divorce. And I'm like, why do we have to, why do we have to pick sides? Why can't we uh, support them both, you know? But then you see Giselle's riding horseback with her physical trainer in Columbia, this chiseled, ripped guy. 
Did you see that in the tabloids? And I'm like, well, he's still not Tom. He's still not Tom. Can he throw a spiral? Anyways, you ready to move on? <laughs> Please. We can. By the way, where's John Ohm? Winnipeg Jets go on the tank. I almost knocked my coffee over there. But didn't. Point three, Otto Lopez hit a three-run homer, and Noah Scurro threw five quality innings as Canada shut out Columbia 5-0 at the World Baseball Classic on Tuesday. Canada can advance to the quarterfinals with a win over Mexico in their next game in Phoenix today. But the Canadians going to be without Freddie Freeman today and probably for the rest of the tournament. He's left with hamstring uh, tightness. That ain't cool. But I'll say this. People were asking me what I got up to last night. I went out to Canmore to a Junior A hockey game. The barn was full. It was great. Six Saskatchewan kids playing for the Canmore Eagles. How about that, Moose? And guess, guess what they weren't talking about in the intermission there at the Canmore Rec Center? World Baseball Classic? NFL or CFL? It was all hockey. And who are the Flames going to fire when they miss the playoffs? And... How far are the Wranglers going to go in the playoffs? You talked about how you miss the atmosphere here. I'm telling you, here, it is all hockey, 24-7, 365. I believe it. I believe it. And, you know, we're getting a little bit more of that everywhere. But that's what's fun, going out to these small, small towns and smaller communities and, and getting into the hockey rinks and I mean I was following your social last night it looked like the game was a lot of fun uh, good seeing the kids in, in playoff hockey unfortunately I was telling you on the phone last night I couldn't go to the game I wanted to go to bad roads here and the weather and the wind uh, postponed the game so uh, I'll be headed to the rink tonight uh, for the rescheduled game oh. yeah well I'm telling you I am not the biggest fan of driving in the mountains but I'll do it I just wasn't raised. You were raised that way, Kevin. I was not. Where I come from, if you hit the ditch, you hit the ditch. Here, it ain't quite like that. <laughs> You're taking <laughs> your life into your hands. You know, as you and I found out the hard way as well uh, last year. But, uh, but I'm willing to do it to go watch hockey. And I'll say this, because we are different than every other sports talk show. One of those six Saskatchewan kids that plays for the Camel Eagle is, is actually from St. Louis, Missouri. His dad is Kelly Chase, the former Blue and Hartford Whaler, and his mom is Raylin Muscawi from Milestone, Saskatchewan. I went to high school with her. Saw Miss Saint, he's from Saskatchewan. He's actually from Missouri, but uh, I had not seen Raylin since high school, Moose, so we had a lot of catching up to do last night at the game. It's been over 30 cool. years. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's the ties that bind. Sports is so wonderful that way. I'm staying on point three as far as baseball. Drew Hutchison gave up six runs on three homers in the first inning as the New York Yankees rolled to a 10-3 win over the Toronto Blue Jays in spring training baseball in Tampa, Florida. Uh, point four is actually Aaron Rodgers' wish list. So this might have been a good time to bring out the breaking news today that Baker Mayfield's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and we have addressed that. So now to Aaron Rodgers' wish list. How do you feel that he has gone to the New York Jets and said, I want you to sign this guy, this guy, this guy, before I, if I've read that right, agreed to being traded to your pathetic team? Am I right? 
You're right. That's exactly what's happening here. Um, and Mercedes Lewis is on that list. Odell Beckham Jr., Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. Uh, Randall Cobb yeah. is on that list. This isn't exactly um, a bunch of players in their prime, but um, good players nonetheless. The thing about it is, and I was watching some of the shows this morning and some of the coverage and, and some of the things I gathered too, Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady, okay? Yes, he's won MV, multiple MVPs. Yes, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest of all time. Um, he's, a very, he's had a great career, but he's in his 40s. He's been in one, one Super Bowl. One. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is sitting here with the master keystroke of constructing a football team and knowing how to get to multiple Super Bowls like Tom Brady does. Brady gets his guys, bring me Gronk, bring me, you know, Evans, give me this. I not want Leonard Fournette. And then he takes your team to the Super Bowl. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has the resume or the track record to be calling the shots like this. I really don't. Good uh, point, but, and yet he is, right? So I'll say yeah. it again. Um, this NFL offseason is fascinating. It's a little like NASCAR. The off the track stuff is more exciting than the on and right now it's just because they're not playing games but um we'll take a break here right away two quick things i you know from the nhl general managers meetings in west palm beach i think we've all been watching the coverage and i've seen frank saravelli say and chris johnston say of tsn that this is not the most exciting there's just a lot of talking and i'm like well you want to get back to us when there is something exciting Nothing against the reporters, but it's like, can we get a little action here? I'm t I don't like the talkers. As John Lynch says, the Atana Club, all talk and no action. The Atana Club. And it's a little like what I'm hearing, what's going on in the Maritimes with uh, Touchdown Atlantic and uh, the 10th team. We'll kick that around when we come back. We're only about halfway through the quick six here. It is the RP Show Daytime Sports Talk live from Calgary's entertainment destination, the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar on Game Plus TV and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Looking live at the beautiful gateway to the foothills, Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary, Alberta, Calgary's entertainment destination. We are situated at the stage bar in the casino, and I'll tell you what, I've, I've wondered uh, what people are going to think if they're walking in right now. There's a gentleman on the stage wearing a robe. What kind of show is this? 
And uh, breaking news today, Baker Mayfield is now the number one quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as we are in the NFL free agency this week. Baker Mayfield going to the Bucks. If we can bring in our co-host, Darren Moose-Dupont, this is his last segment of the day. You're going to be gone. Mark Steven coming up, the voice of the Stampeders, and Doug Plagans, the voice of the Florida Panthers. You ready for this week's top five, bottom five of the National Hockey League, Moose? Let's hit it. All right. Feel free to agree or disagree. Your top five, bottom five. Let's go uh, in this mid-March week. Number one's the Boston Bruins. Enough said. Everybody knows that they've had enough coverage. The only question is, can anybody beat them on their way to the Stanley Cup final? Number two, it's the Vegas Golden Knights. Kelly McCrimmon might win general manager of the year this year. They're the number one team in the West right now. They've won four in a row, and their wake-up call was the loss at Florida. You're welcome. Number three, it's the New Jersey Devils. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. They're the hottest team by any team not named Boston. Three is New Jersey. Number four, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. We can all admit they're a hell of a hockey team. The question is, will they learn from these tough lessons in the regular season come playoff time? And nobody knows. And point five, it's Carolina. They're hot. But losing Sveshnikov for the rest of the year, including playoffs, hurts. They've tumbled down to our fifth-ranked team in the National Hockey League. Your bottom five in the NHL, nobody will tell you this, but we will. It's number 28, the Montreal Canadiens. They had lost seven in a row until last night. Bravo, Montreal. Bad for Bedard. Number 29, Philadelphia Flyers. They've lost four in a row. They waited too long to fire their general manager. Clearly, it's this season's toast. Maybe next year, too. Number 30, the Chicago Blackhawks, they missed the memo. You're supposed to lose. They beat Boston last night, Moose. Second worst team in the NHL. The supposed to lose. And the worst team in the National Hockey League right now. It's the San Jose Sharks. They've got uh, two points in the last, two wins in the last 10 games. They've lost four in a row. The Sharks have figured it out. Sharks belong in a tank, and they're tanking. And right now, they're leading the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. That's your number one top five and bottom five in the National Hockey League. Please tell me, agree or disagree, Moose. I like it. I really do. I'll look at some honorable mentions in the top five. Dallas, uh, seven wins in the last ten. Um, L.A., seven, one, and two in their last ten. And the Minnesota Wild are moving up. Uh, pretty well too they haven't lost a game in regulation now in their last 13 games the minnesota wild um yep. so they're they're moving really quickly too but i don't think they're quite in the top five yet i like your uh your top five so far if if i have the numbers right and we're going to get into this far more deeply with mark steven when he joins us but i mentioned the flames being five points back of the jets the orders have now surpassed seattle in that pacific division I think it's 14 left for the Flames. That's 28 available points out there. When you're talking about a five-point gap, this can be overcome in a week. The score hasn't even got the potential playoff first-round matchups put up yet. To be, when, when they do, that's when I would say we're officially in the home stretch. That's when teams should be cranking it up. Man, they need to be cranking it up now. But I'm, I'm not even sure they're officially in the home stretch yet. That's probably the last 10 games. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. There's still lots of time to make up ground. But the thing about the Flames, too, 
is they're not doing themselves any favors, which we know. I mean, no team has lost more games in extra time than the Flames. No team, and it's not even close, this one, has lost more games when out shooting their opponent by 10 or more shots. I think they've lost something like 19 games while out shooting the opposition by at least 10. Like, they're playing well, just not getting any breaks and, and not getting any of the bounces or any of those, uh, putting away any of those efforts into victories. So well, it is tough. They got a lot of problems, and whether they sort it out or not, Gosh, Mark Steven not only lives here, he's a born and raised Calgarian. He gets it. The talk now is who pays the price? That was the talk in the intermission last night of the Junior A game in Canmore. Yeah. There's not any free spots on the bingo card for uh, an NHL team in Canada. Who will be fired? And I'm not even, not today, going to name the names that came up, but eventually I probably will. Dougal Cameron's watching on Game Plus TV here in Calgary, and he says, Morning, men. Great take on Aaron Rodgers, dupes. He couldn't park a car in Brady's driveway. Swell. You, 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 you've got me thinking about it. Um, you're basically saying, who's Aaron Rodgers to dictate to the New York Jets? Because there's, there's very few players that have the power to do this. But I would suggest he's one. We're going to find out, right? That is the flip side of it, is that, you know, the Packers have never really involved Aaron Rodgers in the conversation about, you know, what the roster should look like. What do you want, Aaron? You know, he's begged for a first-round receiver, hasn't got one ever, right? So when it comes to surrounding him with weapons, it would be great to see what Aaron Rodgers can do, right? When he can attract free agents, he can kind of dictate things a little bit. But, but it, when it comes to the track record, I mean, it's not like he has the Super Bowls in his closet where we can say whatever you want because we know no matter what, you're going to take us to the Super Bowl. That hasn't been the case in Green Bay. Well, I'll tell you what, um, we can get into this with Mark Steven. He's going to be with us for an hour. You wonder what those other teams in the NFC South think about Baker Mayfield signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's where mine, my mind is gone. Yeah. Taylor Heineke to the Atlanta Falcons versus Baker Mayfield. I'll tell you who I'd rather have. But again, I'm a, I'm a Baker guy. He's a winner uh, with the right program and surrounded by the right people. In, in Cleveland, they would say he's not. In Carolina, they would definitely say he's not. But in L.A., they would say that he is. In Oklahoma, they would say that he is. Interesting. Robert and Prince Albert says, how much did you have to pay Moose, Rod, to have Toronto? Or so how much did Moose have to pay you, Rod, to have Toronto in the top five? I've had Toronto in the top five not only all year this year, but all year last year. But that's as it stands this week. Uh, talk to me come playoff time. Craig Smith, uh, our director of scouting, writes in and he says, Nashville, a team to watch for a playoff spot. One point up on the Flames, three games in hand. If Nashville makes the playoffs or if they even finish ahead of the Calgary Flames, there should be a flippant inquiry. <laughs> Mark, do you say to put it mildly? Something like that. Like I saw them come into Florida and win and I'm... They played their backup goalie, and I'm like, who are these guys? I was like the, the uh, two Asian groundskeepers at the Cleveland Stadium in Major League. Who are these guys? And they made the Florida Panthers look like a bunch of peewees. They had just gotten rid of Tanner Janot, 
and Grandland. Nashville has no business even being anywhere near the playoffs right now. Maybe it's the Barry Trotz factor. I don't know. Um, Monty, you know Monty. Yeah. He writes in and he says, uh, the robe looks great on your rod. Thank you. I think it's the lighting. But thank you to Bet Regal for the robe for our Bet Regal sessions here. Ryan in New York State says, we'll find out at 1 p.m. Rogers is going to be on Pat McAfee's show and supposedly he'll announce his plans on where he's taking his talents. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine how many people will be logged into Pat McAfee for that? Good on those two. Troy in Toronto says the New York Jets are way more desperate for Rogers than Rogers is for the Jets, so they bow to a guy like this. He's better than what they currently have, and he gives them a better chance to win now. A lot of NFL comments and uh, thoughts here today. Uh, Landry writes in, he says, fun game tonight with Colorado-Toronto. We do push into second hour when we talk about tonight's games, but I'll allow it. Uh, what are your thoughts as the Leafs fan in the house on tonight's matchup with Colorado? I mean, they spanked Montreal the other night, 8-4, but the Leafs aren't the Canadians. How are they no, approaching not. this game? Um, and yeah, it's an opportunity to sit here and say, look it, we soiled ourselves and didn't put it in an effort against a team outside the playoffs in Buffalo last time we were on the ice. So now you've got the defending Stanley Cup champions and one of the teams that are threatening and, and getting back to playing like a cup champion again. So if you want to test on what this team looks like, let's treat tonight like a playoff game. You know, let's treat it like a playoff game. And look at Ryan O'Reilly's not in the lineup. So what are you going to do? They're probably dressing 11 forwards and 7D men. It's an audition for somebody in the bottom six to say, hey, do I want to be on this group in the playoffs? Or when Ryan O'Reilly comes back, will I be uh, sent up to the press box? So it should be fun tonight. I hope there's some intensity. I'm looking forward to it. There are only four games in the NHL tonight. That's one of them. Buffalo's at Washington and the other Minnesota at the St. Louis Blues and the Islanders visit the Anaheim Ducks. While we move along, uh, NBA play Fred Van Vliet had 36 points as the Toronto Raptors ended a three-game losing streak with a 125-110 win over the visiting Denver Nuggets. OG Ananobi added 24. Nikola Jokic had 28 points for the Western Conference leading Nuggets who have lost four games in a row. Um, I mentioned, and I shouldn't leave the people hanging, that we would talk about the CFL. We'll get way more into that when Mark Steven joins us next, the voice of the Stampeders. But I'm a little, this is what annoys me about the CFL. And I think they wished, I think they wished that I would rather talk about something else than the CFL because I know, I know things. So they're pushing this maritime thing, and Randy Ambrosi has said, hey, we're, I, I'm not even reading the articles anymore. Because, right. number one, the two guys that were in, really the two guys that were in charge of the schooners, one being Anthony LeBlanc, isn't even with them anymore, that he's working for the Senators, and Gary Drummond, who's the main money guy, longtime friend of mine, just talking to people in his circle, he's done. He's out. He's 70. He didn't want to do it anymore. It's taken too long. Can you blame him? So I'm like, unless somebody's picked up the ball here and is going to carry it over the finish line, the two guys that I know whose idea it was don't want any part of it anymore. 
And in this article that I saw, I don't know if it was Naylor or somebody said an East Coast source is saying it's still a long ways away from reality. Well, of course. So why are we do? Why are we talking about it? Any insight why they would keep feeding this fed horse, Darren? Unless, you know, to drum up interest and keep it top of mind in hopes of finding somebody new to replace those two and to take this group from an ownership perspective and really push it things forward. I think from the, from the CFL standpoint, you know, the effort that they're putting into, you know, trying to get a new team in can only be so much. I think they need a champion, an owner, to sit there and say, I want a team there. So I'm going to do all the legwork. I'm going to get the people excited. I'm going to get the stadium secured. I'm going to do all these things. But you need somebody that's willing to do that. And right now, it doesn't seem like there's anybody willing to step up and say, I want that well, team to be mine. So you say bang the drum, drum up interest. I get it. But I was at the event at the 2018 Grey Cup, and Mark was probably there too in the Edmonton Convention Center when they announced the, the team name. And they had cheerleaders, and they had... Cheerleaders. We were all excited. It was 2018, bro. That's <laughs> five years ago. Where's the, and I understand there's been COVID in between, but yeah, I'm not buying it anymore. So tell me when they're playing. I'll show up for it. Until then, I'm not listening. Moose, have a great day. Appreciate it. Thank you. The voice of the Calgary Stampeders, longtime Calgary broadcaster, Hall of Famer Mark Stephen joins us next. Coming up a little later, the radio voice of the NHL's Florida Panthers. We're live on Game Plus Television, uh, Doug Plagans. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio. And now on your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM, WQEE, the key. Aerial coverage provided by Landmark Cinemas. And we'll tell you that that's our poll question today. We'll get to that a little later. Which movie should I go to tonight at Landmark Cinemas? I'm leaning towards Cocaine Bear. I believe it's leading the poll. But there's a lot of great uh, options, including Scream 6, which hit theaters last Friday. Uh, the breaking news today, Baker Mayfield is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Uh, the Flames lost in overtime last night. Jets lost to Carolina. Uh, Habs won at Pittsburgh, right? Oilers beat Ottawa. Joining us to talk about all of this, plus the blossoming CFL news, is Mark Stephen, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. AMCHQR 770 Calgary. That doesn't roll off the tongue, Mark. Well, we've done it for 30 years because. <laughs> <laughs> well, it used to be QR 77. That was a lot easier. Yes, it was. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... Anyway. How are things, man? Uh, fine. Uh, nice to be here and uh, good to see you back in town and just good to be out and around. Been doing that. Uh, uh, you know, just up at McMahon Stadium earlier today. A returning player was in town, so they made him available. So just doing a little here and there, a little of uh, everything. Are you getting the sniff of the season? Can you, you feel like it's getting close? Yes, but it'll really kick into gear next week with the combine in Edmonton. That's when all the people are there, and then, you know, you suddenly look, and there's a guy that the Stampeders might select. There's a guy that could go number one to Ottawa. Why is Edmonton talking to this guy? So, yeah, you'll get a lot uh, better feeling about it uh, as of next week when the whole CFL community is together there. So, uh, yeah, I can see it. And remember, it starts earlier. Training camps begin May 15th. Wow, that's the earliest ever? Earliest ever. Wow. Okay, we'll get to all that CFL talk in a second, but we got it. It's Canada, it's the NHL, and the Flames. I haven't got your take 
on what's gone on this year. So what is it? Well, start with the obvious. They won't make the playoffs this year. They uh, have had a trouble. I heard you talking about their record in one-goal games, which has been just terrible. Uh, they haven't done it very well. In particular, another fact that has really sunk them is their record against bottom-tier teams. I mean, you rattle off all the teams that might have a shot at Connor Bedard. Well, uh, you know, they've all beat the Flames. Their record is just terrible against the non-playoff teams. They've played good games at times, but uh, they immediately give it right back when they lose to the Anaheim, uh, lose to Arizona. They lost earlier to Columbus, played horrible. Uh, so th that's what it is. They're fighting themselves. Uh, Nashville and Winnipeg are right there. Uh, Nashville and Winnipeg play twice more. The Flames play the Jets once more. So I guess there's hope, but uh, why are they suddenly going to pick it up now when they haven't in the first 60? plus games i had jamie mccowan on that couch here on monday and i feel like he didn't really understand my question that's on me but i said because of all the buzz in this town about the flames you can't escape it do you feel that affects ownership because you were kind of nodding your head when i said the word in canmore last night is who's going to walk the plank somebody's got to walk the plank for this missing the playoffs yeah how does that play out historically here does it is the ownership affected and do they call shots like this yes ultimately they do um you know there's a one fact that can't be ignored brad tree living doesn't have a contract past the end of this year Ooh. so that's one thing so maybe that's it i don't know um there's just a whole bunch of things i mean is ownership involved i mean to a point but i think brad's been given a lot of latitude as well i don't think you know, they sit down and go over a roster and say, get this guy, get this guy. But, you know, you're spending tens of millions of dollars, so uh, you better get some level of at least approval or sign-off or understanding. So uh, will Murray Edwards be involved? Yeah, I would think so. This has got to be a huge disappointment. It's a huge disappointment for everybody. I think, truthfully, uh, I think they were a little paralyzed at the trade deadline because nobody saw this coming. They sat down at those long meetings you get into, and they say, well, guys, what if this happens? What if this happens? They never, ever contemplated, I believe, you know, this team is five or six points out of a playoff spot. We're scrambling for our playoff lives. That was never contemplated. Yeah, well, I guess I should walk it back a little bit because the Flames are no different than any other pro team or even top-flight amateur team uh, that the coach has paid, I mean, that, that there's this sense that there needs to be a pound of flesh when a season like this happens. Do you think that there needs to be? Not just here, but does somebody need to be fired? Or is it, we'll bring everybody back and try better next year? Well, there's two things. One, as I mentioned, you know, they're going to have to look at Brad Tree Living's record. You know, has he done some good things? No question. He brought in some good players and brought in some good prospects. On the other hand, the team has reverted to its maybe in the playoffs, maybe not, maybe win around, maybe not. Uh, is that getting them closer to the Stanley Cup? So that's what they've got to sit and evaluate. Uh, they've also got some big things to decide because multiple big contracts next summer, not three or four months from now, but in the summer of 24 come to you. And they can't get boxed into another Johnny Gaudreau mess like they did with the, you know, the agent dragging them around and that. So they'll have to make some big decisions. So which, where do they want to go? Do they want to bring all those guys back, wait till the trade deadline next year? Or do they start to send guys out, to, you know, trade? Like, I'm not saying I'd trade him, but he does have an expiring contract, you know, to Foley, Tanev, guys like that. What do they do with them? Do they want to commit long-term to them? I don't know. And that's going to be a big question. Among others, there's about six. Hannah sure. Finland, home, others. By the way, Mark can speak on any league, any sport. 902-518-3033 is the number to text us here in the studio at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. 
just not to sit here and quote Jamie McCowan all day, but he thought an Edmonton-Toronto Stanley Cup final, if I heard him right, is not out of the question. No, I can see that. Uh, you know, the, the West, I don't... I see some good teams, but I put Edmonton in there with them as well. They would have to have everything going right to get out of it, but I don't think it's crazy impossible. But uh, the Toronto part, I don't see them getting out of their division at all. I'm not even sure they win the first round, to be blunt with you. And uh, will they beat Boston? No. Like, this Boston is unbelievable. I was watching them the other day against the Rangers for the stretch I watched, uh, which in the first period, they were playing keep away. Yeah. They, they were just amazing to, with the Rangers. Um, the thing that worries me about Toronto is... I heard you talking earlier about them being in your top five, and they merit it. I don't have any problem with that. But why did they make so many changes at the trade deadline? It's not like they were a team that was desperate to go anywhere. They were right there among the top tier in the LA. I was shocked at the number of trades that they made. You know, unfortunately, Ryan O'Reilly got injured. You can't plan for that. But I, I was just stunned, and I wonder if it's going to come together in the playoffs. And we're going to find out. But it's uh, interesting you mentioned Boston. And then they go into Chicago and lose. Yeah. What was it, 6-3 last night? This seems like a different era in the NHL that I'm not, I'm not a better. Don't tell anybody. I, I do from time to time, playoff pools and stuff. But who would have seen that coming? No, I know. It's been just a long season. And even a great team like Boston is going to have big uh, stub their toe a few times uh, during the season. So, yeah. No, I didn't see it coming at all. A quick one. I think we've got about 30 seconds. Did you watch, you've mentioned Bedard. Did you watch him when he came through town? Yes, I've seen him in person, yeah. What do you think? Well, he'll fit right in uh, wherever he goes. He'll be on a, a first or second line uh, right out of the gate wherever he plays. My only concern is his size. He's a little undersized, but uh, there's a history of uh, players that uh, have played well despite being a little undersized. But I, I think he'll be tremendous. I think his game will translate pretty quickly. It goes fast when Mark Stevens here. So if you've got questions and comments, fire our way. And they're coming in here right now. We'll be right back to Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Great after this time, Eagle you're watching Resort live on Casino. <laughs> you're watching live on Game Plus Television, carried across Alberta and BC on TELUS, Channel 924. And we're also on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-ho. Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Do slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, the place to be. Gateway to the foothills. Just ahead of more with Mark Stephen and the audiences responded with questions for the Canadian Football Hall of Famer. But first, a sports update. The Saskatchewan Rush have acquired a second-round pick in 2025 from the Albany Firewolves in exchange for forward Marshall Paulus. This is from the National Lacrosse League. Paulus, a left shot forward from Ontario, made his NLL debut last season, putting up 13 points in seven games. The Rust currently hold two first-round picks and four second-round picks in the 2023 NLL entry draft. The Rush are at the Roughnecks here in Calgary Friday night, the annual St. Patrick's Day game in the Saddledome. Get your tickets at uh, calgaryroughnecks.com. And the Vancouver Whitecaps are in Honduras tonight for the second leg of a CONCACAF Champions League round of 16 matchup against Real CD Espanol. 
Canada takes on Mexico today in Pool C play at the World Baseball Classic. Sports update for Landmark Cinemas. See what's on at the movies right now, including Scream 6. Following the latest ghost face killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter. In Scream 6, Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, Jenna Ortega, Hayden Panettiere, and Courtney Cox return to their roles in the franchise. Okay, Mark Steven with us, Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Stampeders, and I don't know where to start. Uh, well, number one, Larry Sweet is listening in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He says, Rod, tell Mark, Chris Sweet's father said hello. Missed yes. talking with him as Calgary's practice during Chris's time with the Yes, Stampede. I did, yeah. He's a longtime referee in uh, that area, so that's good to see him. How about that? Didn't tell me that, Larry. Yeah, and Chris uh, got a great cup ring this year with Toronto. Yeah, good guy. Yep. Great family. Yep, yep. And so they're listening, man. Wow. They're yeah, there's a blast nice to see the you again. Past, yeah, right? I was going to say. Um, he was here, I remember last time we talked, it was before the 10 Western final, horrendously cold. It was the worst. Even George Hopkins, equipment manager for 50 years for the Stamps, said that was the worst week of practice ever. It was so cold. And he's been through a few. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I was talking to him in the end zone there. It is an avalanche of questions, so bear, bear with me. Thankfully, you're staying over an hour or two because it's going to take that long. Uh, where do I start? From BW. Mark, what are your thoughts, BW's in Edmonton? He says, on the new ownership with the Montreal Alouettes. And what does Mr. Patino bring to the CFL other than stable ownership? That's good enough. <laughs> I think, <laughs> you know, obviously he has uh, his own uh, media outlets to deal with. It sounds to me like this is not a corporate decision, but a personal decision. It's out of his uh, back pocket to pull out whatever many millions of dollars it is. So I think it can't hurt. He's a francophone. He's got a high profile there. I don't think it can hurt at all. And uh, trust me, stable ownership is enough. I mean, since the Halls left, it's been quite a challenge to keep Montreal front and center. So, uh, you know, I, I think he'll. Be, I think it's a good addition. Uh, you know, I know there's concern about his politics and everything else, but as I say, I, I view this as a personal uh, project from the heart as opposed to a uh, business decision. He just wants to make something good for Montreal, and uh, he did. That's what he needs to do it. From Kevin the Medium, who, by the way, will be making a live appearance next hour here on stage, he wants to know, will Jake Mayer be the number one quarterback in Calgary, or will Dickinson bring in somebody else? Jake Mayer is making $400,000 a year, signed to a two-year contract. No question who the number one quarterback is. That was easy. Yeah. Uh, they might bring in an experienced backup. A guy I thought Fajardo might get a look here. Did they talk to you, know, or? No. No? No. I think it'd be somebody else that maybe hasn't had many starts in the league. He's probably a little out of their league in terms of what the position looks for. Doesn't mean they will, but uh, I think they're looking for somebody. From Jeff, the Stamps fan, some Stamps-specific questions. Uh, Rod, can you please ask Mr. Steven <laughs> of any updates on Kamar Jordan and Eli Bauka. Thank you in advance. Okay, two things. Kamar is on the market. I, I don't see a, a path back to Calgary with him. You know, he's been here nine years, and as I say, I, I like him, but, uh, you know, he's 34, and uh, sometimes uh, that works against you. Eli Bauka, that's a good one. Um, I, he does have locally here a fitness company. I don't know if he's concentrating his efforts on that as opposed to football. Because I'm surprised he hasn't signed and signed here. But maybe the business is just thriving and uh, he's sort of at the crossroads here. He's but, a sharp one, isn't he? Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he'd be tremendous here. 
you know, for a bunch of reasons, but uh, I think he's kind of at the crossroads. That's, that's all. To answer the question, will he be back? I, it's right down the middle. We have NFL, NHL, CFL, baseball questions, all for Mark and me coming up in Hour 2, live from Great Eagle after this brief pause on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.